What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Untuckit.com, promo code HAM, and MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1, and Ease.com and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM, and SeatGeek. Download the app, promo code HAM. Now to the segment. I feel like you got joy in the Saints getting a pass interference overturned on them. Yeah, let's start headlines there. I got a great amount of joy out of the Saints getting Now, they ended up winning the game, but... The, for those of you that didn't see it, Panthers uh, need to score. It's third down. They don't get – they're at, like, whatever, the four-yard line, the six-yard line. It looks like they're going to have to kick a field goal. And uh, eventually – so there's – nothing gets called. Ron Rivera challenges. There have been 900 pass interferences that didn't get called or overturned. John Gruden's probably watching this going, well, Middlecoff's killing me because he says, I don't know what a, what a pass interference is. Show him the Ron Rivera one. Ron won the thing. There's no way Ron should have won that thing. But Gruden I was, was over for two. Him. Gruden was over two, by the way, today. No, he got one. Did he? Did he get one today? I thought. I think he, he did. He did. Uh, maybe. He did. Yeah. He didn't get. The, he didn't get the spot. He might. Did he get another one? There was one. He got the first one, and the graphic came up afterwards and said over six, but like hadn't been updated. It should have said one for seven. Oh, you're right. He he over he got yeah. You're right. He overgot something earlier in the game. But I was right. I got so much joy in it because to me one of the 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 whole the Saints bitching and moaning and their fans filing lawsuits. Oh, the whole offseason drove me insane. And uh, so yeah, I was happy to see their the fruits of their labor um, come back to bite them. It was it was really sweet sweet poetry. But they I, won I the gotta, football game. I got a text today from a mutual buddy, and he's like, do you think the Saints are kind of frauds? And I'm like, no, I actually think that they're really good. Maybe their defense isn't quite as good, but I think when you look at the Panthers, beside the Niners game, they've been really pretty solid every game. And I've watched bits and pieces of that thing. McCaffrey just fucking is dominant. Kyle Allen, again, just... 23-36, 253 tugs. <laughs> no, he, the guy's solid. Like, 
the Panthers are one thing they they can do really well is they got offensive playmakers everywhere, and this quarterback is not a slug. And they're just they're they're well. Gerald coached, McCoy likes him. I was did you like that was pretty bold to throw up like kind of the white thing, but I guess no, I, I thought it was funny. That. Yeah, you, it's all <laughs> off limits when it comes to white people, I guess. But yeah, I, like. Not every game's easy. This is the NFL. The Panthers are going to go 7-9, and 8-8, eight and, eight and be one of those teams that every coach that will play them, even probably Kyle would be like, yeah, I was nervous going into that game because McCaffrey's a star. Like, you just – some games are hard. You see what Michael Thomas, like the rate he's on for some of his catches. He had a 10 more today and 100 and a touchdown. He had 91 coming into this game, so he's got 101. I think whoever was calling that game, the part I saw – because it was coming on and off in the red zone, was like, if he averages, this was during the game, so I don't know what he had to average that game. Maybe it was eight coming into the game. If he averaged eight catches a game for the last six games, he was going to break the record for catches in a season. So right now he's got 101 and five games left. I I don't know, what's the record, like 145 or something? He's fucking a monster. Monster. Did we have that? No, I think his most catches ever were like high 120s. 143 Marvin Harrison. If you get 143 catches in a season, guy, that's... I would say anything over like 110 is pretty remarkable. Because like you're in the mid-90s, you're just like, you walk into every room like, yeah, I'm one of the best receivers in the league, right? If you're like a 95, 1100, 7 guy, you're like, yeah, I'm a baller. If you're 143, 18, and I don't know, 15, you're just like, oh, I think it was, was it Rich Gannon? Was like, you could make an argument, or it was Charles Davis, actually, it was Charles Davis. Like, this guy's had an MVP-type impact. If you go 145, 1,700, and how many touchdowns does a guy have? Never updates in time. Do you know so Zach, Ertz had a, Zach Ertz was second in the league in catches last year? Well, yeah. I mean, he's their only guy that can catch. Only guy that can catch. What does he have this year? Like nine? Well, did you see Lefko, the dude from Bleacher Report, retweeted yeah. it? And well, I guess during the broadcast, whoever, you know, the play-by-play guy was like, yeah, Doug told us that they have to really hammer home with Carson – uh, to watch old videos on the offense to, to show him where he should be throwing the ball. Someone's like, did everyone catch this today? Like, they got... Listen, I, I'm a supporter of Carson Wentz, and it doesn't take, you know... You, you don't need to be Don Coriel to realize the talent is immense. One thing I've noticed the last two weeks, and a guy in the league kind of tipped me off to it, he was thinking it because his team played him earlier this year, and he was part of the advanced scout is like he is only throwing fastballs right now. Mm. He has no, like, it's you a little Kaepernick. That today? Well, that was a little freaky, but I think that's somewhat of a good example. Kind of like Kaepernick in the sense of that he's swinging, you know, his release is a little windy. It's not like a quick release. So I think he can't, it's just coming out at one speed. I, I don't pretend to be Tom House here or anything, but did you notice, like, because it was one of our games today. He doesn't throw many change-ups, guy. It's no. just fucking BBs. And they, they don't have Jerry Rice, so the ball, he's not that accurate right now. So these guys are having to adjust. And I know everyone's shitting on, like, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Well, on a late 
pass in like the fourth down in that game. He had a quote unquote drop, but it was like behind him. It was going. It was a ninety mile an hour fastball. It's like Carson, you, it, it's a little on you, buddy. But what do you do? How, how do you tell a guy that you've just paid that much money to like? Humble? How do you tell him? It's, it's coaching. I'm not blaming I, them. I'm just saying, like, what do you mean? How do you? Th- you do whatever you got to do. Apparently, showing him old film of Nick Foles isn't well, working. That, that's. Of all the I love the idea quote, that Carson's sitting in there watching Foles video. Are you kidding? But it might even just be like Alex Smith video. You know, it's, I don't even know. They didn't say it was specifically Foles, even though. Uh, that, that, to me, that's the one they already got cut up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Carson, remember when this shit worked for your buddy Foles in the NFC Championship game? We're five and six, and we can't beat a Seattle team that. I don't know. I mean, Seattle's going to win 12, 13. Fuck, guy, they might be the number one overall seed uh, when it's when all the dust settles. I watch them. I go, how are they doing this? I did. I, I thought there, at one point today during the game, I thought, Philly can't win this game in Seattle. And then they zoomed out, and I realized the game was not in Seattle. The game was in Philadelphia. But it just felt like a Seattle home game to me. Not anything crowd-related, but just it just looked – everything looked right. And yeah. Russell – the, the the touchdown that, to me, NFL trick plays rarely get a guy 30 yards open like they do in college. It's really but just to get throw. a guy a step or two, isn't it? it yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. The throw was one of the great throws. Uh, I mean, it's just one of the great. Like, on the highlight reel of 900 Russell throws, the deep ball he th- hit today for the touchdown on the trick play was outrageous. Well, it's basically when you get it on a flea flicker and you're on the plus side of the 50, you can't. Like, you can't overthrow them, right? Because you can throw it out of the end zone. So you have to turn it like you're turning two. It's basically clip up, out. You know, it's not like he kind of gets to set his feet. It, you're right. It was, they ran the trick play just to get a guy slightly open. It wasn't, he wasn't in the end zone waiting on the ball to come. He had to make an incredible catch while the two defenders are flying in. That, that might have been the play of the day, guy. Definitely the throw I, of the day. It definitely was the throw of the day. I mean, in... In my football watching life, my favorite deep throwers are Michael Vick, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Wouldn't you say that no and one? And I'd probably throws... rank Rodgers fourth. Well, yeah. actually, I don't know if I can do that. Well, he's he's the greatest hail mary thrower ever for yeah. sure. And the more you watch hail marys, was there one last night in college? Everyone's shitty at him. Like most guys are shitty at him because you're just there's no touch on it. Russell's touch on the deep ball, he gets it so high, like a bomb, and then it just drops, you know? It's it's his greatest strength, and he's got many strengths. He's fucking elite. He, he did uh, did you see the pass he missed Hollister on the touchdown? That's where, you know, I, I'm gonna give Wentz a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. I do think it was flying wind down there, so you try to do a yeah. touch and it kind of carries it. Or do you think that was just a bad throw? Well, I think it was probably both, but I, Hollister's reaction was just like, for a second, Hollister reacted like Matt Flynn was his quarterback, and then he realized, like, oh, I can't show Russell Wilson up. All good. Get, get you next time. Um, yeah. This is the part of the year with the wind. I mean, we saw it in the Cowboys, Cowboys-Patriots Cowboys game where the wind is just crazy. What do you think everybody. the chances are you could tell me any facts about Jacob Hollister? <laughs> Jacob Hollister, John. I know none. From, I, just, I just had to yeah. Google him. So Jacob Hollister from Delaware uh, played his college football at uh, uh, Wisconsin-Milwaukee. 
was an undrafted uh, free agent signed by the Seahawks. And uh, you're just way off on your side of the country, but I, I do think you have the kind of write up on this human kind where's of. Where's he from? Where's he from? He, he's from Bend, Oregon. Okay. He Sent basically more than the same like, thing. I, he, he was a walk on at Wyoming. Okay. He was an undrafted free agent to Belichick. Oh, God. I should have known that. And how did he make it on Seattle? Oh, because this offseason, they traded a seventh-round pick for him. Okay. So he just... Fantastic. So Bill got a seventh-round pick out of that guy. Yeah, just... Oh, yeah. Just turned, and then do what Bill would say? Well, I turned an undrafted free agent, and we gave $7,000 in due for a seventh-round pick. It's winning. And only him and Pete like him. Like, why are Pete and why are the why are Seattle and New England on Jacob Hollister guy? What, what, why would the why would a it? team like right. the Redskins never like? Do you think yes, there was a conversation like why. the Redskins or Tampa? Like, we got to get Jacob Hollister. No, and I'll tell you why. Because Jacob Hollister does nothing for those teams. Jacob Hollister only works if your quarterback is uber talented. How but many times have you watched Seattle just, the last five weeks and you go? This guy's fucking good, Jacob Hall. Right. Yeah, well, he plays with... Yeah, I just... Didn't he have the I catch would, on the loopy thing in the Monday Night game? Yeah, against his helmet. Right. <laughs> he, but Jacob Hollister for the for the Dolphins is not catching anybody's eye. Except, except Belichick's, and, and then he would acquire yeah. him. You know? That's right. You watched but, the Wyoming game. He was watching the uh, the Josh Allen film, Wyoming. It was like, give me this. How about Hollister? Well, sometimes like when it's like uh, 9.30 at night on Saturday night, and I'm like, you know what? I've been watching football since 9, and on a day where, you know, I really haven't watched any games that impact my life or that I'm even going to talk about. I'm just doing this for fun, you know? Should I turn this CBS-Wyoming-Boise game off? Because I I don't even care about it. And a lot of times I will now. Let's go to bed. Bill or Nick Casario or Schneider – they are 100 per million percent watching that game, right? 100%. Because I think yep. what I think separates guys in the NFL, as crazy as it sounds, is just laziness. Like, would you spend up, Would you watch the second half of that game if you were a scout? Like, a lot of guys won't. They're like, I'll just watch it later. Because if you watch and it real time and make a it. live note to you, you might notice something. You might hear the – you might also hear the – an underrated part about watching a game, too. You might get a nugget or two from – the fucking play-by-play guy. The, the play-by-play guy is a big deal. You guys, uh, you hear that? Your house on fire? A little smoke. What little are you guys making? Late late night meal. What are you guys eating? Salmon. Huh? Oh, you're going healthy. Crack the windows. It was open. You go help? Are you guys going to die of uh, backdraft Smoke inhalation? There we go. Good job. Oh, they put, in want a new, to, uh, uh, they put a new one in. Uh, what would you think of Justin Herbert's performance? Not good, John. Really bad. I mean, really terrible performance by the Oregon Ducks. Now, we talked about it. I think I said it here. I've said it all year. Um, they were definitely more at risk than – I mean, they were the, they were at so, somewhat of at risk. And I said this a lot last week. I, I trust I – got I've gotten to the point – I got to the point last week where I just trust Utah more than them, like that I thought Utah would beat Oregon. Because they got a legit identity. Because they got a legit identity. They just, yeah, they just. To me, their floor is so much. I, 
Oregon's ceiling is higher, but their floor is lower. And I've gotten to the point where I don't even – I'm not as sure that their ceiling is higher. Um, I still thought it was, but their floor was clearly lower, clearly lower than Utah's. And ASU only plays in close football games. I mean, that that performance by Jaden Daniels, that true freshman quarterback, to hit the third and 18, they go hit the deep bomb, it was incredible. Wasn't that place just sweet? God, you know what it hit me last night? was sitting down, you know, it's kind of getting dark because it gets dark earlier. It's cool to have this program kind of relevant. Like, just the vibe in Tempe. Just yeah. It's just a cool place. The jerseys look sweet. And then you watch their players, and you're like, number two, I, I don't know how to say his name. That guy, no one, was ta- yeah, no one was talking about that guy coming into the season, partly because he was Nikhil's right-hand guy. He has pretty well established himself as a fringe first-round pick now. Then they got, how old's Darby? Is that guy drafted eligible? He's a senior. Uh, he's a senior. I mean, fuck. And, and how old is uh? Is it Washington? What's who's number ten? Number ten. Kyle Williams. Play. Kyle Williams. I, but I googled yeah. and I like he's a because senior. the other Kyle Williams, you know, Kenny's son also went to Arizona State. So I was like, is this? The same? Am I getting flashbacks? Do you remember the guy that dropped the punt for the Niners? This guy. This Kyle Williams like a pre med student. But he's also kind of built like a tank, breaking tackles. Like, they got fucking three NFL receivers. One guy's going to go in the first round. I'd imagine Darby's going to get drafted. And then they got Eno, who I guess third, fourth round. There was a play where Oregon blitzes, and the dude kind of tries to jump him. And Eno's already small anyway. And it was like, okay, motherfucker. Takes out his legs, and the dude just does somersaults. And then Jaden throws a strike. Like, I love this squad. Yeah. That was it's awesome. a shame they've, they're like six and five. You know what was cool, too? It was like when Oregon's losing, it didn't I'm quite feel like an LSU or Ohio State was going down. So it was kind of easy to root for Arizona State, I found myself. I didn't feel like, because everyone's yourself. like, this sucks for the Pac-12. Yeah, kind of. Honestly, Oregon, if they had to play Ohio State in well, round one, it could be really, really ugly. That's right? the key. Is like, if that, yeah, but it might not. That's the thing. Is like, I'm not sure. I think they would have. I think they would have been able to hang. Because Herbert did flip a switch late in the game. You're like, God, he doesn't look that bad. And, and they lost, you know, Micah Pittman was hurt. I don't know if he would have come back, but uh, broke his arm last week. But That's not um, the brother of the I, other I think dude, it, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's Michael's brother. But I do think you could definitely argue, right? Like, hey, you guys, if that's who you are, then it's better off that you don't make it to the CFP and get embarrassed. But I, I, I think they could have hung in that game. But that is a separate issue. ASU is pretty awesome. Utah got announced their game is going to be on ABC this week. This week. Yeah. Which I don't know. I was asking somebody, has Utah ever hosted a game on ABC? But that's a pretty sweet environment. Well, That's another, you've called games there, another place that late in the season, in the dark, I flip on Fox Sports 1 watching Colorado Washington. I'm like, this just looks sweet on television. And I tweeted today when Nikhil Harry had, yeah, Boulder, when had the touchdown. Like, listen, I I know there ain't a soul besides some draft Knicks and NFL people that have watched Nikhil Harry play. Don't even pretend you have because you haven't. Like, a lot of our games that just happen later at night, like, just us. They're just, I, I kind of like having that sense of community. I do. Like, o- o- only, you know, Haberman, Middlecoff, and then all the West Coast football people are watching Colorado Washington at night. Like, there's no one in New York is. Unless, unless you're at a bar or something, maybe the game's on in the background. Did, did Washington lose that game? Washington lost to Colorado. Well... My takeaway, I don't know how much of that game you watched. The quarterback is just not that good. He's slow-footed. He's a slow thinker. Everything's just slow with him, guy. Yeah, What's they're, they're, that, they're lacking. 
that went from like three, two months ago, whatever they, when they were playing after like their SC. BYU game, before remember, the SC, the, B, the BYU game. Remember getting a text from Cowardy like that? Ah, this guy first rounder, and you're watching like that. Yeah, well, I was tweeting out sweet. videos. Oh my god, he got. I watched the tape. He's a little, you know, Fresno people who follow me, like a brand stater, looks the part, should be good, but just, ugh, it's just not there, right? Uh, real quick, let's just rattle through here, like 30 seconds on a few of these. Pats Cowboys, 13 to 9. This is this fits right into your theory that NFL scores are unreliable. W- was that not just an ass whooping? Yeah, nothing about that game felt close. Nothing. Belichick. It's like, how can Belichick fuck with people? And you'd be like, well, he's done everything imaginable. And he always finds something new to... God, he didn't put a punt returner back today. He just kept fucking with them. He blocked a punt. They took a delay a game. They had no clue what was happening. And it's, you know, it's like, well, Belichick especially... No, it's Bill's idea. That's the other thing. It's like, maybe his assistant... No, it's Bill's idea. Meanwhile, the Cowboys... That's what I always and, think. Yeah, Aikman made the call on one of the kickoffs. Like, they, they need to have their returner up there at... The ten yard line, or this could when get he's ugly. kicking the little poocher well, into the wind. Well, he's like, "This is into the what wind." What are they this doing? Problem. I don't know. Uh, Falcons. I I put them on the list of games that'll be tough for the 49ers. Who knows? They got beat today by Jameis and the Bucks. Don't sleep on Jameis and the Bucks, though. Like, much they, needs to be said about that. They're kind of a weird team, though, right? Jameis and the Bucks. Yeah, they are. Trubisky, chance to get to six and six next week. Yeah, I got no takes there. Okay. Trubisky Kyle Allen, the quarterback of the Panthers next year? Uh, Yeah, I'd say, I'd say like 75-25 he is. Seahawks are 9-2. and two. It's remarkable. The, the Dolphins... I got no takes on the Dolphins. <laughs> Even though right. I, every time Fitzpatrick comes up on my red zone TV, I find myself rooting for him. Don't you? Isn't Ryan Fitzpatrick one of the easiest guys just like, I hope this guy does a good play. I often say that. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, Rams-Ravens, Sunday night football. Monday Monday night night. football, sorry. Monday night football. Uh, Baltimore favored by three and a half on the road. Wouldn't mind seeing the Rams win. Just to keep keep the NFC West interesting? Yeah, just keep McVay kind of in our uh, vernacular. I'm with you. You know, I, I don't like. I'm not one of those guys that like. Well, I just I don't have an issue with the Rams. I I, I hate the Lakers. Don't really care about the Dodgers, but I I actually kind of enjoy the Rams. I like I like last, I like Jared Goff. Last thirty seconds here, John. Before we before we send this out to the people, I don't know how much of the article from Kevin Arnovitz you read about Jeff David, the guy that took thirteen million dollars from the Sacramento Kings as an executive. Guy read the whole but, fucking thing. It's like one of the, my favorite articles I've ever read. One of the best parts to me early in the article. It goes through, it says everything he did, and then it said, one commonality is nobody knows why he did it. And I'm like, well, I know why he did it. Why he was he making it? good money. He wanted more money. With the reason a lot of people do a lot of crazy things. Greed. He wanted more money. But I, but I think the craziest part is, when you steal in a situation like that, the way it, once you read the article, you understand it was like basically he stole from the payments that the naming rights was going to give. Eventually, right. Golden One would have changed their payments. He had been hired by Pat Riley in the Miami Heat. They would go, Crazy. "Where's our missing money?" And they would go, "Well, here is our new contract that we did with you know whatever that guy's name was." 
we don't owe you that money. Like he, it was inevitable, guy. He was going to get caught. Inevitable. Crazy. Because guy, I, I was thinking about this. When I get a weird payment, unless he the way kept his ad, job. But even then, they don't pay him. They pay the kings. He was fucked. He was fucked the moment he took the money, guy. Because, because I know this. When I get a payment, just use a round number like a thousand dollars. If I don't know where the money comes from and it's for this podcast, I like look at the number. I try to call someone because sometimes you get a payment and you don't know where it comes from. And that's just right. money to me, let alone if I'm missing money, I always call the person. I, can you imagine you're missing $13.3 million? And it really, it was $13 because the thirty was money that he had stolen for like innocuous little like around the arena. How how often do you think that happens just around pro sports right now with guys like him? You think that's prevalent or just random? I don't know. I don't know. I got to think it's pretty hard just because there's so many levels well, of, the- of oversight and layers of people that are involved. In, but part of the deal was he just had kind of total autonomy. Well, I love that he's like, you know, just... I wanted to get into flipping properties, the beach homes. No, you just bought a sweet beach home that you took your family to. Let's just call it what it is. You wanted to be a big baller. Exactly. That's, what, that, that's where it. I go back. Why did he do it? Because that's he wanted more money. Period. Was your takeaway that, before we end on this, it, it was a great, I mean, I'm, I'd recommend that. It's, it's a great article. That. It's not like everyone's like, I can't believe the Kings had this guy under their watchful eye. Like, I don't blame the Kings really at all. It's really more of a reflection on Golden 1. And even the, some NBA people are like, yeah, you know, this probably wouldn't happen with Bank of America. But when you do, like, kind of get a little guy, mm-hmm. and this guy's just the point guy, and you also realize, having known people that have been stolen from, and obviously read a million articles about this happening, once your numbers get so high, like, at the end of the day, $13 million to the overall Kings operation... You know, it's just it's it's not as much as it sounds when you and I say it, or just anyone says it, right? I think money that's being stolen in America for companies is probably just a lot more prevalent than we think. And I'm not on that scale, but just people just kind of skimming a little here and there. Yeah, I, I think it would be pretty easy and much safer for kind of people to do it like. The thirty to fifty thousand dollar range. Oh, once you get to the millions, it, it's going to come up on lines. But I think you can fudge something like you know, you take like thirty extra for yourself, and you say actually the payment was this. When you're talking about a payment every year of like two million, and you take thirteen thousand, people might not notice when you kind of give some stupid explanation. Right. Now, when you take five million dollars of their literally of their payment, that that was my my whole takeaway was how did this guy think he was going to get away with it. Do you think he'd not even thought that far or didn't even care? I don't know. I don't or he just thought like I I'm uh I'm I'll be the one that like I'm the only one that can catch. I don't know. I don't know. But once you go down the rabbit hole of a number at uh, two direct deposits of 9 and 4 million dollars, you're pretty fucking far down that rabbit hole, right? Yeah. How do you Crazy. sleep well at night? I don't know. Uh, so Mike, I don't how do you sleep knowing that Maybe you didn't sleep to begin with? To Maybe you didn't. But it's probably why you keep doing it. You, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think the Heat's reaction were when they're like, yeah, this guy is actually not going to come work for you? He's, well, there was definitely somebody the at the fence. office like, I knew that guy was weird, man. I told you guys that guy was weird. That's my favorite person right now. Who's just like, I, I knew he was weird. Like the whole time, like all the thing about how he loves hugging people and money making Mondays. The guy who always was like, 
Like, yeah, I, I thought yeah. I thought of you when I, that was his quote. Oh, thank to you. To start I'm a meeting, money making Monday, and then he'd do a little rap song, like to like about the company. Oh, like Golden One, all about fun. Let's do it. <laughs> God, I I would have hated that guy if he was in my office. Hated him. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.